Our Father, creator of all things, we give you thanks and praise for having brought us here this morning. May all our words and thought, our songs and meditation give honor to you. Dearest Jesus, Savior of the world, we give you thanks and praise for having had compassion on us in our sinful condition. You undertook a journey for all time, taking on our flesh and paying the full debt for our sin. Holy Spirit, sanctifier of the elect, we give you thanks and praise for renewing us through the washing of regeneration in the water of baptism. Keep us and sustain us, we pray, for the journey ahead. Father, Son, and Spirit, O Holy Trinity, we give you thanks and praise now and for all eternity. Amen. You may be seated. Dear friends in Christ, the children are anxiously waiting to tell you a story about a journey for all time. It is a journey that is relived year after year, generation after generation, because it forever changed history. For a few moments, however, I'd like to talk about it, to recast it in personal, in very personal terms, what it means for you and for me and our small part in history. I would like to start by borrowing two verses that uh, Kipton will recite for you in just a few moments. And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David. Mary and Joseph and all the world went to register. If the king's English is the dialect that you learned the story, they all went to be taxed, right? To put it in more common terms, modern terms, a census was being taken, but instead of hiring census takers and going door to door, Caesar Augustus required that all go to their ancestral homes. The government was counting noses, taking an inventory of who and how many needed governmental services and protection, and who and how many could provide that support and that protection. Just as Caesar was taking inventory, this journey for all time becomes an opportunity for each of us to take an inventory. The journey that Mary and Joseph took, roughly 90 miles, give or take, would have provided plenty of opportunity for reflection. We are all on a journey, not from Nazareth to Bethlehem, but from day to day, week to week, for as long as God provides. But this journey for all time creates an opportunity, a special opportunity, for us to consider our own lives, our triumphs and our failures, our successes and our sin. The text reads, and Joseph also went up. The journey took them up over 1,400 feet of elevation, but the real journey for all time was not up, but down. Jesus, the second person of the Trinity, came down. He became incarnate, taking on the flesh and blood of the Virgin Mary. He came down to us, to our world, because we could not go up to God. The burden, the guilt of our sin casts a shadow over these events. This is why he came down. The psalmist asks, Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord, and who shall stand in this holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart. That is not me, and that is not you either. And so Jesus came. Three decades later, as the disciples squabbled among themselves, he would explain, the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. The shadow of the cross stretched across this journey for all time, from the manger 
to the borrowed tomb, but it did not end there. The tomb could not hold him. He burst forth victorious on the third day, proclaiming, you are forgiven. Your guilt is removed. To journey implies a destination. Joseph went up from Nazareth to Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem. Jesus came down from the Father of lights, as his half-brother James described him, to be the perfect sacrifice for our sin, and then ascended to the right hand of power. We also are on a journey. But to where? For those who believe and are baptized, it is a journey to see this child born of Mary as the victorious King of Kings and Lord of Lords in the new Jerusalem. This journey for all time has cosmic and eternal ramifications, but more importantly, it has personal implications. God has come down to each of us in Christ to save us from our sins, to rescue us from the clutches of Satan, to give us a place at his heavenly banquet. But enough of these personal reflections. Instead, I invite you to hear and see this journey for all time as the children make known the sayings that have been told them concerning this child. Amen. Angel, look what I got in the mail. What is it? We got an invitation to a family reunion back in Minnesota. It'll be great to see all our relatives. We haven't seen some of them in ages. Who haven't you seen? I thought all our relatives live in Oregon. No, not all of them. I haven't seen a couple of uncles, and I haven't seen great-grandma or great-grandpa in such a long time. I would so like to see them. What is a great-grandma and great-grandpa? Well, your grandma Susie is my mom. Grandma Susie's mom and dad are your great-grandparents. It is how our family is related from next this generation to the next generation. Oh, that's like what we read about in Sunday school. We read about Jesus' family in Matthew. Book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of, the son of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac, and Isaac, the father of Jacob. And Jacob, the father of Judah, and his brothers. Yes, you are right. Jesus' family line is recorded for all to see that God fulfilled his promise to send a savior through the family of King David, which is over 40 generations before Christ was born.
was written in the book of Isaiah 11, 1, 2. There shall come forth a shoot from the stump of Jesse, and a branch from his roots shall bear fruit, and the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And in Romans 15, it is written, Praise the Lord, all you Gentiles, and let all the people extol him. And again, Isaiah says, The roots of Jesse will come, even he who arises the rule. To rule the Gentiles in him will the Gentiles hope. Mom, cousin Mary just texted me and said, Alina is going to have another baby. Really? She didn't say anything to me. Mindy said that she's having a buy-in soon. June, that's when the family reunion will be. I wonder if they'll be able to travel. I will text him and ask. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria, and all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, the town of Nazareth, to Judea, and the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was in the house of lineage of David to be registered with Mary, his betrothed who was with child. Wasn't it fun seeing all our family today? Great-grandma and great-grandpa were so funny. Yes, I met so many cousins and, and uncles. I didn't even know I had. It was fun. Hello, what? Mom, look out the window. Alina is going to the hospital. What? Cousin Claudia says she is having her boy. Oh no, she doesn't have her doctor or her midwife here in Minnesota. We should pray that everything goes well.
time it came for her to give birth, and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in the manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. Uncle Mike just called, and we have a new baby boy. Yeah, what is the name? How much does he weigh? Does he have any hair? Aunt Linda is doing fine. Who wants to go visit? I do. Let's pile in the car and go see Aunt Linda, Uncle Mike, and the new baby. shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night and the angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord of the Lord shone around them and they were filled with fear and the angel said to them fear not for behold I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord and this will be a sign for you you will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger and suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told to them concerning this child. Oh my gosh, Aunt Linda doesn't have any baby supplies here in Minnesota. We need to go shopping. We should buy a beef pap she have. I think the baby will need clothes, diapers, and blankets. And Aunt Linda will want a car seat too. Can we buy a beef pap she have? I saw one that was so soft and candy. We will see. Babies need a lot of supplies, and Aunt Linda and family will have to take everything on the plane back to Oregon. So we will have to be careful not to buy too many things. We will find something special. Let's go.
Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod. The king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled and all the Jerusalem with him. And assembling all the chief priests and the scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They told him in Bethlehem of Judea, for so it is written by the prophet, and you, O Bethlehem in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for from you shall come a, a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Harold summoned the wise men secretly and inserted from them what time the star had appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word that I too may come and worship him. After listening to the king, they went on their way, and behold, the star they had seen when it rose, when before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Then opening their treasures, they offered him gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned in the dream, a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way. What a beautiful baby. He is so cute. Definitely is blessed. Every time I see a baby, I think of the birth of Jesus, the most special baby of all time. Through his reign through life, death, and resurrection, we are truly blessed. Jesus' perfect life brings us forgiveness of sins and eternal life. Knowing and loving Jesus is the best journey we could ask for. Amen.